University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the reviews here. <clears throat> um... People have been wanting a Coming to America sequel for years. For years, 30 years. Some people could say decades mm -hmm. even at this point. And I don't know, man. I don't know. This is not official, but we had somewhat, somewhat of a sequel at one time back in the day. This came out. I forgot when this came out. It was a few years ago. But they said, you know what? Uh. We're trying our best. I mean, you know, it's not exactly a movie. It's not exactly what you asked for. But it is coming to America. I am not minding my business. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I have been planning. People say, fuck, you know that ain't. <laughs> that is not coming to America. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes this ran, but I remember watching at least the pilot, if not the first two. And that's all you saw. Yeah. And you just, did you see that shit on TV? Yes. Wow, you were like one of three people. Yes, yes, I saw it on TV. Yeah. Wow, man, you were that guy. Mm -hmm. I think they reported one person watched the pilot. <laughs> That's you. Oh, my God, you're the guy. I'm the guy. I got to get your autograph, man. You're yeah. the guy that watched the Coming to America pilot with Tommy Davidson, yep, a.k.a. Yep. not Eddie Murphy. Yep, yep. I think how one goes about making money. Do you realize I am just like this Donald Trump guy? Where did you get the money to buy a book? A man gave it to me. That's how you know that shit is old. Wow. When black people actually <laughs> like talking about Donald Trump. They did up until he became president. Until he be yeah, you know, some people still do. Yeah. <laughs> but not like this, where not they like put that. him on the fucking show. People, that's the coming to America pilot. And the thing I remember about it, Tommy Davidson playing that character is that he would just flip just back and forth. Just Hell way yeah. too much energy. And and people talking about I know you just didn't pick Two random black dudes <laughs> to be in coming to America. Oh, now the other guy was in the movie. Yeah, but that ain't that is not <laughs> Eddie know, Murphy. I know, it's not Eddie Murphy, and that's not, not Arsenio, Arsenio Hall. Hall. Yeah, you mean to tell me? <laughs> look, you just can't take two black any any two black dudes and put them in coming to America and call it coming to America. Yeah, fuck you. No, get that out of here. It's not understanding that coming to America. Is Eddie Murphy and Arsenio it Hall? It is Eddie Murphy out of one of the most ill-conceived concepts in Hollywood. This is the one, mm -hmm. bitch. You mean to tell me you tried to do Coming <laughs> to America without Eddie Murphy? Wow, mm -hmm. that ooh, that's some bullshit, man. <laughs> My hat is off to you for bravery and stupidity. Well, I'm I'm sure that because they know they couldn't get Eddie Murphy, they stepped up on the writing. 
People, somebody said, not even you guys. Fuck no. No. If somebody said, hey, man, you're going to be Eddie Murphy and come to us, like, no. Yeah. Nice thought, but I am I, I, not I, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I'm not falling on that sword. Thank you for the flag, but these, <laughs> my people will kill me. Exactly. <laughs> we'll give you $2 million. I don't give a shit. You're killing me. That's all the time somebody will offer you millions of dollars. Like, man, you're trying to kill me, man. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> no. No, my community would <laughs> the black community would lynch me. Yes. <laughs> no. Hell no. I don't need to be told I suck everywhere I go. Yeah, for the rest of your life. That's why fucking uh, Tommy Davis had to be a cartoon character after this. <laughs> he couldn't be no real person walking around. <laughs> he was Oscar proud right after that. You know? <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of here. Nah, man. Coming to America is Eddie Murphy, mainly Eddie Murphy. But Arsenio Hall yeah, too. Yeah, it's it's the two of them. It's it's like when you know you do Ghostbusters, but you don't have that crew there. It's like yeah, but the concept. It's like no, no, people are not there for the Nobody concept. I don't want to hear it's this. It's for shit. those guys. It's for them. That's the only reason why shit worked. That movie wasn't all that great. No. It was just it was just those guys had a really good chemistry working mm-hmm, together, mm-hmm. and it was just lightning in a bottle at that mm-hmm. time. And that's kind of what people are saying about coming to America or coming to America too. They're saying, you know, coming to America, coming to numero dos America. They're saying, man, don't know. Don't know about this. Everybody's hyped for it. Everybody wanted it. Oh, shit. Let me cut that down right there. Don't talk yet. Eddie Murphy. People talking about me. I was hyped for this. Been begging for it. Been wanting it. But just don't know, man. You know, there's a part of me that says that I want it. Give it to me. I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to risk it. But there's another part of me that's saying. Man, that was probably just, that was magic that worked at that one time. Don't know if that needs to be attempted to be replicated. Just don't know. There were certain elements in the air that made a lot of things work then. I mean, and we see this with other franchises as well. Yeah. That, you know, those elements just don't exist anymore. But at the same time, there are newer elements that can make this movie relevant again. Mm -hmm. Things that they can comment on. Yep. Things that weren't really fashionable back then are just downright dirty. Today can be, you know what? You can fix those things with this. You can fix those things. You can have new humor. You can make a statement. Exactly. But whatever you do, don't you do a goddamn thing unless you got Eddie Murphy (laughs) and Arsenio Hall. Do we understand? (laughs) Do not get Kevin Hart. Uh And Anthony Anderson or some shit to get. No, don't do that. Whoa. <laughs> no, we don't know. Nobody wants to see that shit. Don't even get Kevin Hart in The Rock to do right, this. Right, no, right. no one wants to hear that shit. Get Eddie Murphy or Arsenio Hall. And that is exactly what we have here with coming number two, America. Here, you know, this is the long awaited sequel to the 1998 classic. And this time, Prince Akeem brings his family of daughters which he puts, well, I'm sorry, which puts him in quite the predicament since he needs a son for the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't find one, then he'll be forced, forced, you hear me, to have his oldest daughter give her hand in marriage to his enemy, played by Wesley Snipes. Otherwise, he'll be killed. And that means he'll just be killed. There you go, General Izzy. Over there. He had another bill. Oh, that other billboard is going to soon say, I will fucking kill you again. <laughs> 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 
played again by Wesley Snipes. Now, the fortunate thing is that he fucked around in Queens. <laughs> he got a bastard son. And he's like, well, that's a son, but hey, he's still a bastard, man. Yeah. And, you know, there's one thing about having a bastard son is that ain't all, that don't sound like Prince material right there. No, no, no. You know, can, can you take a bastard from Queens? He, he might have to go to a charm school for Char- a bit. Yeah, or we might have to feed his ass to the lions. Oh, <laughs> can a bastard, not, not a dude, not a homie, not a random Negro, can a bastard <laughs> from Queens actually be trained to be Prince material? Well, that's what we're going to find out. And most of all, most importantly, can that make for a good movie? As far as a sequel goes to one of the biggest classics out there, cult classics, which some people say, man, I ain't no cult ain't in no there. Cult that's classic. a goddamn classic, yeah, fool. Don't yeah. you ever say that word cult around me again. Shit. I'll knock the fuck out of you say that again. To the classic, 1998, coming to America. Well, that's what we're going to do right now with our review. Find this out with our review of this film. We're going to watch the trailer, and we'll be back with said review right after this. Hey! What are you doing back here? Mufasa! <laughs> Say it again! Feel right in his back! I've just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? Hello, I am Hakim Jaffer, King of Zamunda. You are the heir to the throne. Yes, my son. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handout. Wait a minute. Shh. <laughs> Usually say shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we leave it, I'm gonna pack. Okay, Presenting King Akeem's son from America. And my mom's. And his mom's. Children. This is That's like my daddy. <laughs> daddy. Well, let's, let's be honest. Um, I'd have been on board before that suitcase even opened. They <laughs> walking in, in there wearing gold, and you living in, in a, a ghetto apartment in Queens. Are you out your goddamn mind? Uh, that's what I'm or, saying. Or just to get a free trip to Africa. I'm just saying, this fool walked up in your house wearing vibranium. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> goddamn the... I don't need no hands out. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, the one of them bricks up, Betty. You got the, got the real life Black Panther walking in your fucking house. You talking about, I don't need no handout. What the? You know what? Let's go. This stupid motherfucker ain't my son. Yeah. Real nation. I don't need no handout. Wait a minute. All right. I'm going to pack. Okay, baby. Presenting King Akeem's son from America. And my mom's. And his mom's. That's how you know. He's on his mom's credit. 
Everything you talking about, my mom's. <laughs> that motherfucker, he, he can't buy shit without having his mama vouch for him. I'm <laughs> about my mom's. Children, this is your brother. Hey, Quang. I'm sorry I slept with your man. This happened before we even met. It's not like you're the first man I've ever been with. I haven't did, what did you just say about the other man? Coming to America, now it's coming to me. I thought that Mika was going to be queen. <laughs> A woman isn't allowed to rule Zamunda. It's the law. Did it ever occur to you that Mika wanted to be your heir? Would you dare banish me from my own bedroom? How are you doing? Okay. I'm getting in from everywhere. I have upset my family. You must be strong. And General Izzy would love nothing more than to take over Zamunda. Raise it higher! <laughs> I'm a king, I'm a put your hands together. What is like that? Say it again. Give me all this body over here. I must admit, your style is far into my kingdom, but it's impressive. That's right. There you go. Let me hear you say, hey, ho. Hey, ho. No, 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 don't no, no, do that. That's his mother. Oh, don't you say to No, him. not to his mother. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. Almost ready to become a prince. Almost. It is time. Ceremonial circumcision. Bring forward the royal machete. Machete? They're going to sharpen you too, nephew. Coming to America, now it's coming to me. I'm a king, I'm a king. All right, y'all. You know... By the way, I only said bitch because I was talking, speaking of Eddie Murphy, is like, she had a boyfriend when you met her. <laughs> We'd be acting all like, what other men? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she had old grease ass boyfriend. <laughs> oh, moist ass boyfriend, Eric LaSalle. <laughs> you know you got tired of getting your fucking eyes stung by activating and shit. You want to leave him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you knew it was up. Shit, y'all was slipping, sliding around his path all day. Oh, man. Hey, that, that, that soul glow makes for a good lube. <laughs> uh, people, some of y'all are saying, man, I cannot wait to see the further adventures of Prince, Prince Akeem. Akeem. Mighty is he. And I've seen it all too. <laughs> Can't wait to see the further adventures of Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. In the hijinks, as they try to fit into New New York, you're like, "Whoa, boy! I can't, I can't wait for the gentrification and gay jokes coming." <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, listen, I can say this. I'm happy to say this. This is not complete rehash of the first movie, Coming to America. You know, they're not doing a complete rehash of them doing the old guy version of the first movie where they come back, you know, they do they do a smidgen of that. There's a small part of that, but the whole movie's not where they come back to Queens, New York, and they're just kind of like, oh my God, look at this. You know, I don't know what voice that was. That was not Akeem. That was, uh, that was the Barbers. Yeah, it was the Barbers. I was, uh, and and they've been there, so they've and, seen it all. And they've seen everything. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try it again. Oh my God, look at this. Drones everywhere. You know, <laughs> you know I, I, they're not doing that where they come by. Mm -hmm. And there's, that's not what the joke is based on. I would even say that uh, what's, what's probably going to throw people off, man, is that I, I don't know if you see this the same way because I'm you know, this is an observation I made and I might just be looking at this wrong, but I don't really think that this is coming across as Eddie Murphy's film, man. This might throw some people off to know that this is not centered on him. 
in Arsenio Hall. This is not really his movie, you know. Yeah, no, I I can fully agree. Yeah, that this is the first one was more of a fish out of water story, you know, where Prince Akeem went to New York and everything was, you know, was the culture culturally was so different to him, and most mm-hmm. of the humor came out of him trying to adjust, you know, mm-hmm. coming him coming out like, you know, he come out to Queens, hello, Queens, fuck you. Fuck you, do you know? Well, it, it gave you a chance to laugh at America, especially New York, through the eyes of someone who wasn't from there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. This is more of an ensemble piece. This is more in the vein of Meet the Parents or Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, those, those kind of things. Uh, there are a lot of characters here, which means Eddie Murphy has to pull back as his daughters and his and his son that he just discovered take over. Uh, you know this 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 means that we have more stories that we have to we have to give those characters their subplots and the, you know but the thing that I, I I tell you what I did admire with Eddie Murphy is that because there's a lot of comedians in here so he what he did was he pulled back and he gave a lot of people the spotlight to shine whether to be funny or whether to expand on the stories of new characters that are introduced. Now, this is where I'm going to see how Martin feels about this, because unfortunately, whether it's the fish out of water deal that they did in the first movie or what they're doing here, which, as I said, is more of an ensemble piece. Unfortunately, it's still a formula. And it's the formula. The first one is a formula that got by on personalities. It was Eddie Murphy. You know, he, he, you need for those. There's nothing wrong with a formula as long as you have maybe a twist on it or you have personalities that can rise it up above what you normally see mm-hmm. and I don't think that they have I don't think that they have I man there are some exceptions here unfortunately I don't think anyone here has the personality of Eddie Murphy or Arsenio Hall that carries this film like the like the first one like was carried by Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and Arsenio Hall whether they were the prince and his aide coming from Zamunda or whatever are the, the several characters that they played. Mm-hmm. They just carried that movie a lot, man. And the writers at the time and even the director, uh, John, Landis. John Landis. It was something about John Landis and Eddie Murphy together mm-hmm. that really had, they jive with this humor, man, that really was unique for them. It's interesting <laughs> how, you know, Eddie Murphy talks about how he gave John Landis a job because he felt sorry for him and how he was a terrible person, he almost beat him up, and there's all kinds of stories about John Landis, like him being a hack. But he did do, he, he directed some really funny comedies. And, yeah. And especially yeah. when he worked with Eddie Murphy. John Landis, in case y'all don't know, John Landis, it means the, the two that come to mind are Coming to America and what he did with Trading Places. Trading Places, yeah. And those two working together, man. That's they, some of Eddie Murphy's funniest movies. Yes. I mean, like, Eddie Murphy is still loved to this day, mostly because of those two movies. Yep. Coming to America, especially, man. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, and if you want to know just how much John Landis, uh, uh, and let me pull this up because I didn't pull this up before. So just in case you're wondering how much of an influence John Landis might have had over uh, uh, Eddie Murphy... When they're working together over movies, like I don't, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not discounting Eddie Murphy. Oh it, no, not at all. Eddie Murphy was a, a super talent. I mean, I, I'm, I'm only praising John Landis in that he had also done uh, 
uh, Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and National Lampoon and some other things. Yeah. He, he, the, the, the guy, you know, whatever you say about him personally, he knew comedy. You had one guy who was an, a, an excellent comedian mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. and was the hottest star at that time. Yeah. You had another guy that was excellent with comedy behind the camera. Yeah. And if you want to know, this is just me. I'm not saying that this this is for sure, but think about what Eddie Murphy was doing with Trading Places and Coming to America, especially uh, uh, Coming to America, where Eddie Murphy was playing different characters. Mm -hmm. Now, see the reception that he did with another movie that was sort of like Coming to America, where they tried to replicate something similar. Now. The world's last vampire is about to encounter something. In the world's last black vampire, by the way. I'm sure there's other white vampires. <laughs> we, we're not kind more <laughs> terrifying than himself. Brooklyn. Him looking like a pimp named Slickback. He, <laughs> he looks like Nick Asher from yeah, Asher and Simpson. He sure does. <laughs> Or skinny Barry White or something. <laughs> got that black mullet going on. A pimp named Slickback. You got to say the whole name. <laughs> now, he tried to do the same thing with that. We was playing different characters. Oh, did I never saw that movie. Yeah, he was playing. He played, a, at least I know one different character in there. This was a comedy. Right. But it was a horror comedy. And I admired for what, what, for what Wes Craven tried to do. Wes Craven was a director mm-hmm. there. And they tried to do something similar that they did with, uh, except there was a hard twist that they did with, Coming to America. Okay. And it's like, man, I just didn't work as well. Right. So it was just something about, man, that's what I'm saying about talents coming in at the right time between Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, and John Landis, and all of the other people they had working with. All the other people, yeah. It's just, just, you know, I'm sorry. This ain't got a chance against that unless you really, really, really have something special before you go in. Yes. Like you do an unexpected (laughs) twist on the formula. Or you bring in other heavyweight comedians to take up the slack. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Uh, and I'll, I will say that, listen, just wait, because there's, there's some exceptions here. But, uh, you know, it's just not, it's, there are so many quotable things from that first movie. There are so many great scenes. There's so many, com- there's so much commentary, not even serious commentary, just there's so much commentary on like, culture at the time yeah. that, that you can't do here that everybody hasn't done that you know they were the man look everybody was laughing about it but coming to them coming to america was one of the first people to come out and say like, hey look y'all i'm sorry but that fucking hairstyle is fucked up <laughs> They're like, what the fuck are these Americans doing to that hair? Yeah, I mean, I think it might have been like close to being on its way out, but that killed the Jerry Curl industry. Oh, if you had a Jerry Curl after that movie, you got laughed at. Jerry Curl, the Jerry Curl was almost out the door, and they didn't come to America and say, <laughs> "Get over here!" <laughs> Grabbed you by them curls, and you didn't slip away, man. You thought that juice was gonna let you slide, but it didn't. You're right, it was almost out. And that's when they said, nah, man, nah. y'all just don't know. <laughs> no, it's get out and stay out. Yeah. Through <laughs> a glass window like Axel Foley. <laughs> There's a band. There's a band called mm-hmm. Full Force at the time. And I saw that, you, look, you're not, you're not going to know who they are. Oh, yeah, Full Force. But some people who are our age know, but some of y'all don't Lisa, know. Lisa and Full Force. Yeah, man, there was a band. I'm going to show you a picture there. There was a band called Full Force. At the time, if y'all ever watched House Party, they were the bullies. Yeah. <laughs> at House Party. 
And they were... <laughs> <laughs> I smell some punk pussy. motherfuckers. <laughs> I smell pussy. <laughs> so these fools, man, they, they, they had, they man, they were known for their curls. They were like yeah. these big, yep. big dudes big with dudes. Jerry curl. Like half, like half the shine on their bodies came from that Jerry curl juice. <laughs> and they were on a, they were in an interview talking about seeing coming to America, and they said we, they watched that, they were laughing, they got that Jerry curl part, they were like. <laughs> you know they're like yeah we gotta get rid of this shit <laughs> they, they pull their old jerry curls in front of their faces like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man they said that in an interview they oh, said they said coming to america made us kill our own jerry curls mm-hmm. we had whole new hairstyles after yeah. that those fools came out with boxes and fades <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that you know but in this movie here there's no real commentary like that. Nothing real strong like that. Besides, you know, the girl power thing that everybody's done, which I'm not saying is a bad thing at all. It's not bad. It's just, okay, everybody's doing it now. The the girl boss thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, it'd be nice if you had something new to say about it or add to it. Yeah, the, 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 the funniest stuff is, is, is it, the funniest stuff in here are the warm leftovers from 30 years ago. Uh, this movie trades a lot on nostalgia. It does. I mean, it's it's a it's a full on nostalgia show, and you go, well, is is that all of it? No, except that when it's not, it's kind of flat. The, and yeah. by kind of flat, I mean a lot flat. Uh, with the first movie, because I rewatched it recently, mm-hmm. like getting geared up for this, and I was like, man, the even though all of it's good and memorable, the funniest stuff happens when they're in Queens. Yeah. Which is 90% of yeah. the movie. Here's the opposite, where 90% of the movie is in Zamunda, but it's still that ratio where the funniest stuff happens in Queens, and it's only in the earliest part. Yeah, you know, the stuff in here that I laughed the hardest at, the stuff that really had me just laughing out loud, I mean, I'm talking about for a good minute, man. It was stuff from 30 years ago. I laughed at those barbers. Yeah, the barbers are funny. I'm like, man, why don't you make a movie with them? I know. The, the barbers in the movie, this the, to me, they are still the funniest things, man. It is so good to see you. Well, Abby, damn, look who done come up in here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Famine and blood diamonds. Nelson Mandela and Winnie. Those hungry babies with the flies on the face. Hey, oh, 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 that's too much oh, now. You oh, stepped yeah. over the line now. We won't be talking that kind of shit about the hungry babies. You're going to have to get out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, my uh, wife laughs uh, 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 so hard at that. Mm-hmm. And, and and what's so funny about it, I mean, listen, half the joke is that these fools, they haven't aged. You know, that at, really at all. It's like, they that, when I say they haven't aged, these motherfuckers are supposed to be dead. They should be dead. But I can see how, even in the makeup, it's like, they've aged them some. They aged them a little, but they yeah. should be dead. Yeah. And they don't explain how they're still alive. As far as I'm concerned, that barbershop is like a portal that just preserves <laughs> right, them. Right, right. And, and <laughs> it's all that barbersaw. <laughs> and they're still eating from the same place. The same plates. Still eating them, got them got places, the greens and mm-hmm. that macaron. That's, mm-hmm. They still order from the soul food place uh-huh. that they were ordering from 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Glad to know they're still in business. Business, yeah. You know, at, that is, man, those, and those, and the reason why is because even in the first movie, man, those, those barbers felt real. They did. It, it, it's one of those things when it got to that, you're like, I know this. Yeah. This, this is a great commentary on what I had to live through. Shit, the chat is saying Negroes is y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The only thing y'all ain't doing is cutting hair. 
Why don't y'all start a barbershop? And we keep aging. Yeah, and there's Chris Herman right there. <laughs> Chris Bailey. <Bengel>. Goddamn right. <laughs> I look good. <laughs> Put him in focus. Yeah. All right. Why he's here? How you doing, sir? Doing very well. Hey, got himself some whiskey. Goddamn right. <laughs> the, the good stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> you reach behind the cabinet. You know, you know he, where you hide. He sniffed around. Oh, yeah, I found <laughs> it. Went through my couches and shit. <laughs> closets. The, whis- the whiskey truffle pig. <laughs> Did you dig the hole in the backyard to find that? <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, uh, you know, my I got buried it up. treasure. I covered it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, um, those dudes are always funny, and man, they said something. And this, and in and, 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 and this movie, they are hilarious, man. There is one part where oh, the, I forgot the, the the barber that Eddie Murphy plays. He said something that had me laughing for a good minute. He came in, and Prince Akeem didn't even do anything. He just walked in and said, "I need your help." And he said, "What you need, idiot? I, what do you what do you idiot? Call, I mean, idiot? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of these are funny, but that's just me. <laughs> hey, what's up, idiot? I mean, it's like he didn't fucking do anything. What, yeah. He just he just walked <laughs> in. Just walked in, yeah. Yeah, man, I love that, man. I tell you, they they do update it because one of them mentions about the 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 granddaughter having a girlfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, or, that's or, true. Or changing genders. My my granddaughter got a uh, is my, my grandson now. Yeah. I'm, my, I'm a grandson who my granddaughter now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they they do some funny commentary about things today. I think some of it is done more through the legacy stuff from 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's done better in that. But yeah. I will say that. With the new characters, the exception for not standing out and being memorable, I will say, and you know who it is, Wesley Snipes. Wesley man. Snipes. Because that, that's the thing watching it. It's like, man, Eddie Murphy, he's still bringing the same old energy he has, he had before. And Arsenio, is, he's almost there. But Wesley Snipes is the only other character in here who's really bringing some energy. Wesley Snipes is the new character that is a great addition to this, man. Uh, for one... He's the only American actor in this that can properly, pro- properly do and convincingly do an African accent. Your king and father should have taught you to be more polite. Make him the next Black Panther. God damn. I know. I know. He's probably, he's probably all like, they should have picked me in the first goddamn place. He had a Black Panther movie that he tried to do years ago, and he must have been rehearsing his ass off because he is the only fool in here yeah. that can do a proper. And I'm not even saying it's proper, but compared to the others. Yeah, I know. We're not African, so I'm sure there's some Africans who are like, that's not even good. It's good and, compared and, and to compared what everybody, everybody else, else does yeah. in this, bitch. Boy, this movie would tell you don't let no Africans around no sticks <laughs> at all. If you, got, if you got an African coming to the house, just get all the broomsticks out the house. This fool was using brooms to beat people's asses back 30 years ago. <laughs> so fucking ass. Oh, that's right. I like the way our cinema like, shit, I'm using a shotgun. Yeah. Fuck that broom. <laughs> I'm about to kill a motherfucker. <laughs> but he is great, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. And, I, and I'm not trying to keep harping on this, but we just kind of let Eddie Murphy's accent slide because it's a comedy and the movie yeah, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. But Wesley Snipes is so good in this. You don't know how bad 
these Af- these African accents are in this until he comes in and does his. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew, but I didn't know how bad. Sure. Our city of Hall don't even try. No. In this movie, half the time, it'll 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 come in. Arsenio will let it come in when it's convenient for him or when he feels like it needs to happen. But he, it's almost like after the years, he just didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, half of the movie is him sounding like Arsenio Hall. It, the the times he really shines is when he's in the heavy makeup. When he's playing characters, he comes to life. But as semi. He's sort of sleepwalking through it. I'm su- that that dude. He might as well be doing the Arsenio Hall show. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't come out talking. Hoo, hoo, no, because because as Arsenio Hall show, he had energy. Yeah, hoo, 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 and all this. Yeah, mm. yeah. When you got him looking like a dick with dreadlocks, right here, you know, he, <laughs> then he he actually he yeah like he, the, he gets into it. Looking then. like the black crib keeper. <laughs> 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 nah, he's he's good in there. I think he's I don't I couldn't is he a woman or a man? They said anti, right? Yeah, but that was a joke. He's a man. Oh, he's a man. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh but when he yeah, you know, when he's doing that fine. I'll tell you what though, at least he tried half the time. James L. Jones could not give a fuck less about doing an accent. That fool said, you know what? I'm doing Mufasa and that's the best you gonna get. Yeah. He reminds <laughs> you like I w- before Mufasa, I was in coming to America uh-huh. doing Mufasa. Right, right. H- how much more African do I need to be? I'm in, I'm in two of the three <laughs> tentpole African movies. He, yeah, exactly. He didn't even try. Yeah. He came in. That motherfucker might as well say, Simba, I'm your father. Yeah. And it's almost like he even said, hey, look, you, if you want me to be any blacker, I can try and give you Darth Vader. <laughs> but, but that's as low as we're going to go. <laughs> I tell you what, let me just be James Earl Jones because I ain't doing it. When you listen to James Earl Jones and Eddie Murphy and everybody, it's like, y'all sound like black people trying to do British accents. Y'all don't sound like no Africans at all. And if you really want to, go back to Coming to America where... James L. Jones did not even try. He was Darth Vader, and he said, you know what? You, I'm going to be James L. Jones. You yeah, he's like, it's a, it's a comedy, right? Yeah. Nobody's counting on me. Do you have sex with your bathers? I know I do. It's <laughs> 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 one of the reasons why I need to make this movie over again. I know. <laughs> he's fucking raping people. <laughs> but that fool, he did not try, and you could even almost look at it as like adding to the movie. I, they should have had that fool lying in bed looking like the cowardly lion in a, in a, in a lion costume. <laughs> Because he doesn't even try. Hey, I mean, man, look, they, 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 he agreed to show up for three hours to film his scene. Yeah, to, to lay in a bed and like, hello, Akeem, you do what I tell you to do. You know, fuck your, fuck your daughters. Get a son, you bitch. You know, this is, a, this is somewhere he, you can look at it almost as, all right, if you want to go back to Coming to America, the first movie. He didn't even have an accent then, and Eddie Murphy's accent was bad. Maybe they just had Zamunda, whatever. Maybe they just had their own accent, you know? Who yeah, that's, there you go. I mean, because maybe they had a lot of British influence or yeah, something. Yeah, there's a lot of dialects in the area. Yeah, because, you know, they showed yeah, them having yeah, parties. Because they probably, both probably went to boarding school yeah, in, in yeah. England. Yeah. So I, you can, you, it really, if you want to justify the accent, you can look at James L. Jones, and he'll justify everything for you. But... It's terrible when they have to go up against Wesley, Wesley, uh, Wesley Snipes. Snipes man. Well, he clearly, like, he's the ruler of a poorer area. Because th- th- that was always a thing, even with the first movie, with Zamunda, and almost Black Panther, where you don't really see much beyond the kingdom. 
No, I they mean, are. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Black Panther at least went like, well, here's some scenes of the city, so you can see what the people like. No, Zamunda was actually a rich country where they just said fuck you to all the other. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's why General Knee hates. Yeah. Him. Yeah. 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 Because you you see with him, okay, you like they do an aerial view where you go like, oh, here's the here's the shanties. And these dudes out there still using stuff like they using shake weights to 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 to, to train. Yeah. <laughs> they out there using they're doing dance dance revolution to get the steps in the train and you know it's, it's they're showing you that they just get second rate stuff mm-hmm. and they look at Zamunda with envy. It's funny though. I mean with. Did, did anybody give a fuck what James L. Jones had to do with the movie at all? They brought that statue in. I was like, that looks nothing like no. James L. Jones. That looks like Lil Ray Howard. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Wow. Did, didn't they Damn. have that statue in the first one? They, I don't know. Did I feel they? like they did. And you get rid of it. looked like they, what's his name? Lil Ray? Lil, Lil Ray Howard. Lil Ray Howard. Howard. It looked like they dipped him in gold. He came out looking like this. <laughs> That's the prequel right there. That's yeah. the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can yeah. play the young James Earl Jones. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let's they, do it. Lighten his skin up, give him a skin pill or something right here. <laughs> you come in work. and do that. Uh, you know, uh, Wesley Snipes. I'm not going to keep harping, but he's he's very funny. He just in the movie he brings he brings a lot of fun to this role because he's having a lot of fun with it, man. He and he's just a joy to watch the whole thing because uh, he really is somebody that he seems like. Along with the accent, he just is the one that embraced his role I, the I, most. I am not one to say I had fun because that actor had fun. I was like, well, nice you had fun. I paid for this. <laughs> but he is the exception where it, like even in the Dolomite movie and this. Yeah. And, and even in that uh, that crazy uh, the RZA movie that I saw. I was like, man, I am digging Wesley Snipes. I just want I want to follow him and whatever he's doing next. Wesley Snipes and Eddie Murphy are making a good team, man. If you saw the last movie that they did together on Netflix, which was My Name is Dolomite. Again, Eddie Murphy was was cool, man. I really liked him in that movie, loved him in the movie, but Wesley Snipes was stealing that stealing movie from every him. scene he was in. Is there any angle that you could shoot this where it looks like he's actually kicking him? <laughs> There's no such angle. Wish you could be my brother-in-law. It looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Look, looks like Wesley Snipes? Yeah. What if he is Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> your brother-in-law looks so you, your brother-in-law looks like that? He does. <laughs> he looks just like he looks exactly like that. It's your funny. brother-in-law looks like the Negro that just hangs out the liquor store. <laughs> To look at him right there. I, I used to buy weed from your brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, that's just grass, Chris Herman. He saw a lot of dudes like that. That's goddamn right. He saw a lot of dudes look like that. Oh yeah, he's accosting us the whole time. On the window, of the <laughs> yep, car exactly while we, that. While we were sitting there waiting for you to come out. <laughs> Why is Corey not coming out yet? Why is he talking to the person who's knocking on our door? <laughs> so, so uh, uh, this is a little aside. So oh, we, when Lord. we did an LA show, we went to go have dinner with a friend of mine and uh, Martin and Chris came yeah, that's right. and I had to stop by and this is how LA is right now they got some places that are so gentrified that if you just go a block down you get out of the like the, the rich white area and cross over into the poor black area it's very true I mean, am I lying you're not lying no, it's, not it's, it's a fact because I just stopped to get wine to wine. bring yep. in yeah. don't and, want to show up empty handed and there was a liquor store where there's a crackhead woman and she came out yep. and, and she was like uh, <laughs> uh, she was dancing and then she went up she saw she, she was about to go on about her business she looked at the car like uh, 
white dude. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give me the money. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey. Uh, hey, man, hey. Uh, ma'am. Can please, I have some money? Please step away from the car. She asked for money. Of course. She like, ignored Martin the whole ignored, time. Ignored because she know that nigga ain't got no money. Yeah, but she probably figured you were down there trying to score drugs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you going over? You going home to the white part of town? Yeah, right. She thought Martin was your Uber driver. <laughs> and she came over to Chris like, give me some money. Uh, I want to buy some. I want to uh, buy some wine. And Chris is just sitting. Chris uh, just, just shut down. Just looking, looking down. I'm not. <laughs> and then Martin's brother-in-law came out like. <laughs> Hey, Clarice, get away from that white boy right there. Leave him alone. <laughs> and he walked up to the window like, I'm sorry about that, man. It's okay. Thank you, mean, sir. How they, she, I didn't mean to bother you. Be, you. You be cool, all right? Thank you. She, Appreciate she it. Don't, she don't mean no harm. Yeah. yeah. Chris is over there. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. You got to me out of here. <laughs> scary. And I remember I was inside. I gave her some money. I was like, I was like leave that boy alone. You scared me. I had a conversation with her. I went inside. I was like, you just, I, I, I asked her. I ain't going to lie to you. I said, yeah. did you scare that white <laughs> I need some money And I'm like Alright here Don't stop scaring people That's Here yes. go on somewhere <laughs> Here's some money Let me buy Actually I bought a, No I bought her a bottle Oh dang yeah. Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs> Just helping the problem Become worse <laughs> Yeah helping to keep Away from you Yeah <laughs> But man uh, How did you feel About the rest Of the cast In the movie uh, I like Leslie Jones I felt like her part Was underwritten And she was doing The best to kind of beef it up mm-hmm. um yeah and, and it was good to see sherry headley again she doesn't really come alive until later in the movie is that the love his, his wife his wife yeah his wife and like like the fact leslie jones was there somebody from america she got to bond with i was like this is cool um everybody i gotta tell you man she she has she looks better with age yeah, she looks good. I mean, she was always a good-looking woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was. But I'm just saying, as oh, being older, I'm like, damn, you look well, better. Well, at first, I was like, man, it's almost like they just got her made up like a mannequin. But then when they start letting her talk, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I love this girl. Yeah. I mean, woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's older than me. Uh, now, and, and, and so, yeah, that coming through, I liked. Everyone and everything else, I thought was flat. Okay. You know, I'm well, I'm glad to hear that you thought... Leslie Jones was good in this because I, I like, well, you know what? I mean, I, I, I mean, even like the guy. I like Jermaine Fowler, man. I, I like I, him. I, uh, just, <clears throat> I, 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 don't, I don't think he's a bad person and he's probably a good comedian in doing what he does. Mm-hmm. But so much of it with, with Eddie Murphy stepping back, he's like, hey, young, new generation, I'm going to put more on you. And Eddie Murphy is a heavyweight. And this kid's huh. more of a. A welterweight. Well, he's nef- definitely not on Eddie Murphy's level as when he was doing this movie. I liked him in the film. You know, I, I you know, I he had me laughing uh, kind of early on. I didn't laugh at all. Yeah, yeah. I, mostly, I was laughing at that goddamn wig he bought from Tyler Perry. Right <laughs> I know. There. I was like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, man, these wigs. But why y'all doing these why, black why folks like doing these this? wigs? This Jiffy Pup <laughs> afro he got right here. Yeah. I, I did, I did like him, and I thought that him and. Uh, Leslie Jones, when they were doing scenes together, I thought they were pretty good. I, I he plays Lavelle, who who is the bastard son of Prince Akeem. I've come back for my son. Zamunda, Wakanda, Connecticut. I don't know where you're from, exactly. but I've been forcing this boy's life since he was born. I'm Lavelle Johnson. All right, I don't need no handout. <laughs> Well, I was expecting all of them to pull out guns and just rob those uh, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strip, strip, bitch. You know he was. Uh, I, I actually liked him in the movie. I, I, 
I really like Leslie Jones, man. Leslie Jones, I feel like you do. Like, man, you know, she didn't have a whole lot of screen time. And I, let me change that. I think Eddie Murphy gave her no, more no, screen she, time she than I thought. No, no, she had plenty of screen time. I just felt like they didn't write much for her. So it was on her to kind of come up with stuff to make funny. Well, what she did was, no, they gave her screen time. They gave her a lot of screen time. Eddie Murphy gave a lot of people screen time in this. What they did, though, is that they wrote her as the typical ghetto chick. Mm-hmm. And she took that just pretty much, just, uh, just that basic character. And I think that to her talent, she came in and did a lot with that with her ad-libbing. That's the last surprise. Hey! What's up, y'all? Hey! What's up, fam? Hey, I'm gonna hug you because I'm a hugger. Hey, Quay! I'm sorry I slept with your man. What is going on here? Oh, children. Children, I would love for you to meet your brother. And my name is Mary. How you doing? Just call me your second mom. But you really don't have to, girls. I mean, but you should, though, because I kind of am. Well, look at us. It's one <laughs> big, happy, Zamundan American, aristocratic, blended family. Ah, uh, just like the Kardashians. You know, as a king, you can have her killed. <laughs> you, you, you really want to feed her ass the lions, too. Uh, I thought, like, uh, him and uh, uh, her and the guy who played Lavelle had some good scenes together. I thought they were good. I thought, I, like, again, I think that's kind of cool that Eddie Murphy gave these people uh, a little more spotlight because. Uh, while it's not as great as it should be, you know, for the anticipation that was there for it, I do think that it's better than just going in. Maybe I don't know. It's, it, it's a hard thing to do to put it completely on Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall and not just do a complete rehash of what they did before. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, they 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 switch it up by saying, hey, instead of us being in Queens, we're going to be in Zamunda and we'll do things with that. Yeah, yeah. But it did feel like. It, it just feels so diluted. There's so many more characters. And it's and when something I when I saw when we watched the trailer, my fear was, okay, it's gonna be we'll turn over to a new generation and let the kids do it. And I, I don't know if this is a bias. I don't think it is. It's just in when I'm reading stories, watching TV shows or movies, the younger characters just aren't as interesting as the older characters because they've had so much more life experience and so much more you can do with them. And here the, the you know the the more the focus on the younger characters, they don't really build them up to get make them more interesting. So they just go through <laughs> the motions of the formula. Well, they just have the girl power thing going on for them. They, yeah, they got yes. that, and they got Jermaine Fowler with the well, I'm from the hood, and I don't want to change yeah. just because I'm over here. Well, and all this is weird to me, and why I got to do this? And then and then there's the romantic uh, subplot that's just like, man. This could have been good if y'all weren't rushing through it. Well, one of the things is also when you got rid of John Landis and you're coming back in and doing what they did something here that we talked about before. They So we mentioned how, you know, when, when you have Eddie Murphy, we talked about before how when he's he this is not the first time that he was in a property where it was rated R and then for the sequel. It went to PG-13. We talked about, is that, that going to take a, is it taking away the raunchiness? Is that going to have some effect on this? And a lot of people think that with Beverly Hills Cop 3, that's definitely what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a tremendous surprise for Mr. DeWall to have me standing right next to him right now. You know, right now I can feel his body tingling. Bring that man down. Code red on the spider. Now hold on tight. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, it didn't work out too well for that movie over there. And I think taking with some of the raunchiness out of this, it did make for a less memorable film. You know, like I said, man, some of the raunchiness made for some of the, and I'm not one for making something rated R, or PG-13 just for the sake of it. But some of your most memorable things in the movie, you know, depending on the edge that that movie had. And uh, this movie doesn't have that kind of edge because they, for some reason, I guess because they want to make this a PG-13 movie because of the appeal to young girls with the woman power message or the female power message. That's kind of what it seemed like. And with that, they did dilute the movie a little bit. You know, taking this and making this more of a family-friendly movie, which there is some raunchiness in there to the, as far as it could push it within a PG-13 level. But yeah, that did remo remove a lot of the things that would make this more quotable. That removed, removed a lot of the things that would make this seem like, you know, they were really kind of pushing things like they did in the first movie. That's not here in this one. And <clears throat> that's not completely bad per se because... It's definitely different. I think what they did was, is that taking this to a PG-13 level and, and focusing on the family, it made for somewhat of a sweeter film. It made for somewhat of a more emotional film. You know, this is, a, this is, a, a, this is not mean-spirited at all. This is something where, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't know why they chose to do this. It's a movie that has a cult following or it has a huge following it is considered a classic this movie to this day nobody's been messing with it nobody's tried to cancel it but for some reason the, the movie itself has felt like okay we got to go back and kind of make amends or address some of the things that were happening within this culture of Zamunda where you know we were not the most open-minded to female characters here and for this I guess they're trying to make up for that and I think as far as something that they want to show to younger audiences because they have that message there, that's fine. What it does, it makes for a movie that's different and not different for the better. What it does is it makes it, it, it makes for a movie that I think it can be enjoyable, but not great and not even that memorable when it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. It, it falls into that trap of being the sequel that you were afraid it was going to be. Um, and the thing is, so much of this is likable. I'd say the first third of it, I, I found likable. I mean, it's, you know, it's seeing Zamunda again. You got the same costume designer from uh, Black Panther. You have musical dance numbers and musical numbers by old hip hop groups like Salt and Pepper and In Vogue and Morgan Freeman. It's, it's just like a big reunion show, old home week. Um, but just after a while, that starts to wear off. Uh, and I don't feel like it needed to be raunchy, per se, because even in the in the first third of it, it, it hints at raunchiness, but not going over the line. And, and I thought it was funny. But all those things I mentioned, it feels like they were all distractions, like a big, a, a big spectacle to keep you from seeing that underneath all that, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, even this one is a lot more plot driven than joke driven. Uh, and, and that was the thing about the, the the first coming to America, like yeah, you're like yeah, it's sure it's a it's a thin cliche plot, but the, the jokes just keep coming, and it's so much to go back and yeah. rewatch and laugh at. Yeah. Where here they get caught up in the story, and and the thing that was I was like, there's something about this, and I was like, huh? So kind of the people from the the hick the hicks come to stay with the people who are more advanced, but there's this whole. A wedding plot that's going on and a threat from outside and I was like I saw a better version of this movie just a few months ago and it was the Croods 
I was like, yeah, so much of this yeah. is the, 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 the crudes. The crudes too did this, but it was constantly funny, and so it, it all worked. And here they just for, they, they abandoned that, and it's it's too bad. It like you said, it makes it not so memorable. It doesn't it doesn't ruin the first one. Uh, and there's things to like about it, especially if you're all about nostalgia, man, this is everything you want. But if not, just looking at it on its own, it's far from a classic. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's not going to be a classic at all. And that's the thing you have. That's the trouble you have when you have when you go up against a classic. People going to expect the second one to be just as classic. And it's not. It's uh, I you know, I, I. I have to say that, they, you know, they, they did some things that were really cool. They did some things that were that were actually better than what I thought they would do. I tell you, it's not as predictable as I thought. It's predict, you know, it's, it's not predictable. It's just formulaic in another way. I thought something was going to happen and they totally went a different way, but it was still like, okay, that, that's nothing special. But what they did was, is that they, they had uh, uh, some makeup effects that they did here. I guess they were computer enhanced too, where they had the, uh, they, they repeated the scene mm-hmm. where they went back to the club well, if you listen, it's 80s as fuck, too, that club. I mean, it's almost, it's almost like taking a time machine back. <laughs> you remember the scene in the club? They actually, and I'm not going to tell you how they do it. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But they show a lot of throwbacks to that period. And they are, the makeup that they did for them was very impressive, man. They, you know, Arsenio Hall. I mean, you could tell us our senior hall today just a little bit because it's the the character got a little more weight on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. character's face is a little fatter, uh, but they did a good job in making it look like it was that scene yeah. from back in the day for both of them, and they had to shoot new scenes for that. That was done really well. And speaking of memorable lines here, like there's no lines like they had in this one. Some of my favorite lines are from this scene alone. That woman had me laughing. The one that was that was setting her hand on fire. <laughs> I was Joan of Arc in my former life. <laughs> I used to love that scene, man, right there. I loved all of that with the with the with the with the different women that they have right there. They did a good job at doing that, recreating those scenes there. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I wish they had some other characters in here since they were going for nostalgia. Because I'm not going to tell you everything they brought back. You can see some of them, see some of them in the trailer, but they bring back a lot of characters again on that nostalgia train. And I said, well, if you're going to do that, man, you know, I hope they bring back Eric LaSalle as sure. Soul Glow dude. Yeah. He wasn't in there. Damn, his eyes are away. It's almost like he put activator on his eyes. <laughs> well, you know, the hair just starts to drip into yeah, his eyes. Yeah, dripping into his eyes, man. Yeah, it keeps the contacts moist. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one. Hey, I'm surprised his mascara ain't running. But... Uh yeah, he's not in there, man. And I was I, I remember we were trying to guess at what characters were gonna come back. And I said, man, I hope they they, they missed an opportunity not bringing back Samuel Jackson, man. Mm. I was hoping they would th- that they would bring him back because y'all remember him from the first movie. Well, they do uh, mention him. They do, do do they? Yeah, they they have a yeah. Oh no, well, don't say anything. I don't yeah. want to spoil. Oh, no, no, I won't, I won't go into detail. Just saying okay. they, they do mention him. Take the money out, all of it. Don't stall me, fat boy. Let's go. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Man, he's tweaking. They gave him crack before they shot that scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I or, thought, or, or they had it back there, like if you nail this, you get this crack. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! I need my medicine. 
But I thought that they were going to have a scene where he was going to be like owning his own franchise, his McDougal's franchise, and he was a manager working yeah, there now. Yeah. And shit, uh, uh, Sammy Jackson said, man, yeah, I ain't the same crackhead you knew back then. You can't afford me now. <laughs> shit, motherfucker, I'm getting that Marvel money. I'm Nick Fury now. <laughs> I'm a new crackhead today. <laughs> they probably couldn't afford him today. No. Not even Eddie no, Murphy. No. Nah, so he's not back. That's why they had to mention him mm-hmm. in the movie. So you, there's some people that were like favorites, man. I thought that they would bring back since they're doing all these callbacks, but they didn't do that. So no Eric LaSalle, no Samuel Jackson, but no memorable movie either. Nothing, no, no classic like people wanted with the sequel right here. And you would think after 30 years, God damn, you had a whole three decades to think about how to tile this together. This is a different Eddie Murphy than we had No, before. it is. Because that was a hungry Eddie Murphy who was all about that. And this is an Eddie Murphy who is a 10-child family man who <laughs> likes taking it easy. And, he, and he, he does show up. It's not like he sleepwalks through the movie. But I also think that it's one of these things where like him, he speaks of working with John Landis and how his tension and all this, but it made for great stuff. Yeah. And I think we, he likes working with Craig Brewer because Craig Brewer probably rolls over and does whatever Eddie wants. Yeah. And so it makes it makes for him for him it makes his life easier. For what we get, eh, it's it's missing what it needs. Well, oh, they do it back Dubles come back. That's another thing. I think Eddie Murphy's good in the movie. Yeah, I think he is. Eddie, you know, I, look, his accent is terrible, but he is actually good in the movie. The emotion is there, the acting is there. There's a really good scene between him and John Amos, the guy who owns the McDougals or whatever, and you know, they he they have a good scene together. So, I mean, again, it's a different Eddie Murphy. It's not that Eddie Murphy that we saw back in the day, the cocky Eddie Murphy that mm-hmm. we know of, the Eddie Murphy that you said was hungry, the Eddie Murphy that just, he was ready to just make everybody laugh. It's just kind of like, you know, I've had my success. I want to make projects I want to make now, and I want to sit back and just let everybody else kind of have a little success too. And that's cool to see him do that. I wish there was more of him in the movie, though. I really do. And, and the thing is, if there even was more of him, he's still not the Eddie Murphy that we had back then. So, you know... <sighs> Looking at this, of course, it's not as good as the first movie. I mean, I, and, and I'll be honest with you. I wasn't wanting it to be when I went in because I was like, if it is, then great. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then I'm not going to be dis- that disappointed. Sure. It's like, I'm, it's going to be hard to top that first movie, man. And, it's, and unfortunately, they didn't do it. But I will tell you that they took a chance. They got it out there and didn't quite get there. But I do think it's good in parts. You know, that whole, the whole thing with the... Uh, with them doing the female power message is something that I don't think they really devoted enough time to other than just kind of giving it lip service. But it still was something where it expanded the movie more than I thought it would originally. I mean, it was better than just, again, just having a repeat of Eddie Murphy doing the same fish out of water thing that he did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that if you look at this, not first of all, not looking for a great movie, because you're not going to get it. This feels like a studio film. It feels like something Amazon, hey, Amazon made this, and it feels like something Amazon would make and put on Amazon <laughs> that you would watch. <laughs> yeah. And that's not a terrible thing. It's definitely not classic material. And I think that if you go in not expecting a great film and you also expect something just different, because that's what they really are. They're just, I mean, this is nowhere near that as good as the movie, uh, the first film, but it's still, I don't think, bad. And I, and I think that the reason why I say that, because if you go in expecting this to be the first coming to America, then you really will hold that against it and you might walk out liking this less. 
If you if you go in looking at this as a different movie, a PG-13 version of Coming to America that is meant for a different audience and it's not the same film, then I think you can have a good time with this. There's some laughs in there. There's some good nostalgia in there. All of it is subpar from what they did in the first film. But is it enjoyable as watching something on a streaming service you already have? Putting it on and just watching and having a good time? It's really not that bad of a film as far as having fun with at home. That's why I would give this a high rental. I laughed at some parts, laughed hard at some parts, but never walked away saying, damn, that was awesome. <laughs> right, right. And I, for the most part, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I never had the expectation of it being as good as the first one because, like you said, lightning in a bottle. Uh, I, had, I did hope that it could be close. And, and when it started, I thought it had the potential to be. But about 30 minutes in... I, that's when it just really kind of, I won't say flatlined, but it, it plateaued. It just hit a point where it was like, huh, the stuff I found funny is not there anymore. And now it's just kind of formula and nostalgia, um, which is too bad. I mean, I, you know, like the last hour of it, I just was kind of like, I'm just kind of waiting for it to end. And, and, and except for the, the bright spots where, where Wesley Snipes pops in and just little things here and there. It's a likable movie, but it's not a great movie by any stretch, and it's barely good. Being on a streaming service that you can watch, that you are on a streaming service you already pay for, that's fine. Um, but it, it is one where, say you never saw the first Coming to America, I don't think that this would convince you to go back and watch it. You just go like, okay, well, that happened. Uh, the kids liked it. Now what else is on? Yeah, so, yeah. For, yeah, for me, it's, it's also a rental. I, I I wouldn't say a high rental, just a rental. Uh, let me see here. Let me call Mia. Mia saw this. She's Mia hardly remembers the first movie. Can you get Mia yeah. down there? Tell her to come up. Tell her she's on. <laughs> what if you drank it all and set it back down? What do you mean? Chris is silent because he just got in here. He hadn't seen. He didn't see the movie. Yeah, he did not see the movie. Is she coming? Yeah. She wants to talk about the film. She saw it with me last night. Did Louis Anderson make assistant manager? Uh, they didn't even say that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, hey, you want to say you want you want to talk about the movie? Sure, you want to yeah, say? I thought you guys already talked about. Well, it. we did, but we were talking about it. I go. I said I'll go ahead and let you come in after we're done. What'd you think about the movie? <laughs> Which one? Coming to America too. Coming to America. I liked it. It was fun. It was funny. Um, it could have been, uh, I don't know, some parts felt a little like um, media kind of, you know, like the... Some Tyler Perry <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the... the uh, well, they, that wig they, did, that for, for sure. Yeah, they're having these music parts, like they totally disconnect from the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah! <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but in general, it was fine, you know. Um, as usual, it's the fun, uh, hip thing to talk about these days, girl power stuff. So they totally were on it. And, you know, it they was They were on fun. tits, what'd you say? <laughs> they were on to it. Oh, on to okay. So it was fun, yeah. I mean, it was good to see Eddie Murphy again, and uh, it was good to see those barbers and all that stuff. <laughs> it was more like, uh, you know, remembering the old times, mm -hmm. and you have these favorite guys of yours, look at them, they're still fun and everything. But my favorite character was, all, of course, uh, 
Um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, the general, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was uh, a lot of fun. Like, uh, his yeah, accent we was on point. Uh-huh. And, like, he was just, like, you know, he was sexy <laughs> and having fun and everything. And, I mean, there were some some stories that they didn't even connect. They just, like, let it go, whatever. Like, like um his daughter was gonna get married with Ed Murphy's son mm-hmm. and then he didn't and he didn't care at all it's just like <laughs> hey, okay whatever let's have fun whatever but I mean you're not looking for that much logic in this kind of movie Man, right? you're just having fun I forgot to say that the, 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 there are some bad things in this movie that I actually give it lower a lower rating for a lower points it's still a, a high rental for me but man one of the things I don't like in movies that whole uh 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 I caught the conversation just in time listening around the corner shit. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, people, I hate that thing when somebody's about to, hey, let me go get so-and-so, and they hear them like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. And, like, and then the person stops, and here they do it, and they just, and the guy, I ain't going to say who it is, but the actor they have, he's acting way too hard. He's like, huh? <laughs> He's behind a bush list. I mean, I, I feel like he was acting too hard, but at the same time, he naturally has big eyes. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe it just looked like he was bugging him out. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> goddamn. I hate that shit when they just caught the conversation just in time. Yeah, it just seemed like the movie just kind of at some point just forgot it was a comedy and turned into a chick flick. Yeah. A romantic comedy. Yeah. With not Soap much opera kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, yes. huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Stop it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Hey, go get your uncle. I'll be right back. I'll get him. And then they get up there and your uncle's talking about, yeah, let's kill that bitch, right? And then let's take his woman and fuck her too. And you're going to be are they talking oh about God, me? They're going to kill me? Huh? Huh? Maybe I should just ask them about that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to back off and go uh, do something rash. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. They come around and, he, you know, your dude's coming around the corner and like, he's about to say something. You hear, yeah, I never liked that guy anyway. I'm just using him for his money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that but why are you saying out loud yeah all the most important thing and the most secret thing that they hear at a room full of people yeah uh, yeah. man i hope everybody in that room nearby don't hear me but they can easily come out here and see me talking (laughs) shit about this person i'm lying about right now yeah let's kill this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) i hate that man right in the neck of time i know but at, at that point it was doing so many things like that i was like sure yeah it was it was I got a lion scene in here that I thought I was like, okay, y'all, I'm gonna tell you something. They got a lion scene in here. I fell asleep during that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they got a joke with people. They got a joke with a lion that that is way too long for them to get to. This shit right here, where they just have his son. This lion joke, right? That is the longest fucking setup. Now I'm really going off. I was about to leave this shit. That is the longest setup to have a joke where it's just a dude running from a CG animal. Yeah. I'm like, God damn you. Yeah. I was oh. something falling asleep and I wake back up and I say, Y'all still setting this shit up? <laughs> He's supposed to steal whiskers from a lion. And I'm, like, I'm sitting up there and I'm like, Holy shit, are y'all still setting this joke up? I know what happens. I saw it in the trailer. And plus, it's for a dud of a punchline. It really is. Mm. It really is. And how long you can run away from a lion, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> I was like, man, did, I, I, did, did you see me when I was falling asleep? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't looking at you. you. I was looking at the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was watching the movie. That's <laughs> uh, like, I know where this shit is going. I don't need y'all to spend all day. It's a setup, people. 
It ain't no story. Ain't no narrative. It's a fucking setup. I, yeah, I always feel like it, these filmmakers, they don't realize, like, okay, the minute we know that the animal is CG, which is the minute it's on screen, mm. there's no more tension. Like, you, you're not scared. <laughs> you're like, yeah. eh, okay, you're going to be all right. Or... Imagine the lion is real. Okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Now put yourself yeah, on the person who's running. Look at that line just is blurry. Look at that. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. All right, when's the, when's the lion going to chase the black dude? I know what's happening. Let's do, let's do this. God damn you. It's Africa. What would you rate You got to have that. What, what would I rate it? Uh, I would rate it either low matinee or rental. Like if you don't have anything to do at home and if you want to laugh a little bit and see wow. some old nostalgia, you, know you can go to a movie theater and watch it. If not, just rent it. We're pretty much saying, look, we're pretty much saying it's a high rental if you have Amazon Prime. <laughs> if, you know, if you hey, if you got it, you can cut it on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but don't you're not gonna get Amazon Prime for this. No, you don't need to be running or from if, no lines for this. Do, don't get mad at us. <laughs> yeah, if you already got it, then cool. I would not go out and specifically get Amazon Prime. You might discover perks after that, but don't get it just for this. You know what? Just buy a bootleg of it at the barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So you think I'm generous? <laughs> no, I gave it a high rental. Okay. That's what I gave it. Yeah. People love more of an eh, rental. People love your uh they say love your shirt. Uh -huh. And they like yeah. nice. I love it too. And they like your great Cruella DeVille stripe over there. <laughs> yeah. She, she ain't done yeah, she ain't dyed her hair. <laughs> I like it. You don't have I'm, to dye your hair. I'm hiding at home. Not going anywhere. Yeah, it looks good. No, it looks good. Thank you guys. And when she prepares, but when I hear you, you see how fluffy that hair is when she wig up. <laughs> Got that Turkish afro going on. Yours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you done with the older movies? No. No, yeah, we barely got started. Okay. <laughs> you can go. Chris is going to be here for what a while. What about the second movie? But no, I'm just, we're just starting now. Okay. We'll Don't make me wait here. this long. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll call you. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I don't know, man. She said Wesley Snipes is sexy. Oh, I was like, you better get you a general's costume. Sounds <laughs> like a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> shit, maybe we'll do some cosplay. I'll come in the room looking like this and shit. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> get that Wesley Snipes strut. <laughs> Have over that dress like goddamn Simba and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit he still got them kung fu moves too he sure does you know that chick beat his ass with that broomstick that's all staging <laughs> yeah he let her <laughs> yeah but prior to that you watch him in his form it's like oh he's still he's got a, it yeah. like, he loves that shit yeah. too yeah, yeah. She was probably a point where she hit him wrong with that broom. He's like, bitch! Whoa, 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 where's, 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 where's? Better tell her something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit. Fuck I look like. <laughs> hey! What you doing back here? Ufasa! <laughs> Say it again! Feel right in this I've just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? You was a dummy! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Hakeem Jaffer.